This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome to episode 41 of the Transformation Bros Podcast. Episode 41. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for still listening after all this time. I know. It's uh, February, January flew past. Just like that. And now we're in January. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope you had a great January, everyone. I don't. (laughs) I don't really care. I did. I wasn't thinking about you at all, to be honest. Ah, oh, I was. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, me too. Just a little bit. Uh, I had um shout out to Adam Quiney, who inspired me to take a month off in January. Yeah. Um, Adam and his wife, Bay, they're both coaches, and they take January, no, they take December and June off. They take right. two full months off a year. Wow. And um, We love Adam. It sounds easy. You know, it sounds easy. You go, oh yeah, what's so big about that? Anyone can take a month off. You know, that's an e- that's the easy part is taking the time off. Right? No, 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 son. I thought you got it from me, but anyway, carry nah, on. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really challenging as a business owner to give yourself permission to have a month. Yeah, off. Yeah, that's the first thing. Is really the permission. And all the shit that comes up. Yep. All that nice guys. Because stuff. I don't know if you've noticed this in business, but the to do list could go on forever. There is no end. There's We've no end about to that. the to do list. We've talked about the toilet roll list yeah. of to do. So the one for me is I've got a bunch of clients mid contract. Right. You know, I work with clients for twelve months at a time, they're mid agreement. And yeah. so that took something for me to say See you later. I'd like to have a month off in the middle of your agreement. That's really challenging. Yeah. And they'll be listening to this podcast. So I like how you do it, though, because you say that at the beginning, which is obviously the best way. That's inspired by Adam. Right. So I write it into my agreements. You know, so all the way through last year, I said um, in my agreement, hey, I have the first month of the year off. Nice. Um, and in any other job or anything, you would expect people to have time off. Yeah, and so with my clients, sure, it's uh, it's hard for them. You know, it's challenging. It, it does require something on their end mm, mm. to to work through. They might be pissed off, or they might feel betrayed, or they might just abandoned. Um, feel abandoned, right? Mm. Uh, but for me, I have to go. Well, one, I have to put myself first. If you want me to be an amazing coach, the other eleven months of the year, I need to have time off. Mm. And self care hashtag yeah, self care is a big one. Sure, just the rest, mm. but. I also notice during the year it's a lot harder for me to be creative when I've got a full calendar of clients and stuff. That really it, it takes a lot of energy to coach or a lot of, you know, whatever. Yeah, and space. every business owner will relate to this. They'll be the version of it. Yeah, what their vision is. Yeah. And so I need that time off to not I'm not sitting down with a pen and paper going, What ideas can I come up with? Yeah. But just create the space by going out and just not having any any responsibilities for a month. Wow. New ideas start flowing in and yeah, it just that that's a big part of it. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'm down for that too, by the way. But it works and it's not I like what you said it's not time to generate stuff, it's not time to think, it's actual downtime and mm. switch off. That's right. Yeah. Although it, I have it, children, so there's not much Well, I was going to say it's busy too. I you know, I was talking about this to someone yesterday that when you're having a month off, you're not sitting at home sucking your thumb. You're doing a ton of other stuff. It's busy. Yeah. You know, it's often busy. Um, and I did a ton of travel. I've been all over the place the last couple of weeks. It's been brilliant. Yeah. You and I just got back from a sailing trip. Oh, yeah. Man, that was cool. That was, yeah. How good. Chartered um, a boat up the top of the South Island in New Zealand, the Marlborough Sounds, and just sailed the seven seas for Sailed four days. our little hearts out. We called it a... Um, 
a resort tour. Yeah, the well, it ended up being a resort tour. We stopped at every resort. Yeah. Was that just because we didn't want to use the toilet on board? I yeah, think I think it was, it was part of it. Yeah, yeah. We visited some really nice places, mm. a beautiful part of the country. Oh, it my is. goodness. Get up there. And it's very, it's not really that well known to foreign tourists. It's a it's a real local spot, True. which is quite fun. It feels a bit sort of hidden away and a bit of a secret. Yeah. We went there a lot as kids, so it, it brought back a lot of memories for me. Yeah, me too. Mm. That was awesome. Yeah. Something about sailing too. It's really slowing down. Like when I love fizz boats, I love going fast. I love driving things, but just sailing on the wind and oh, that's yeah, it's almost meditative. It is meditative. Yeah, you know, we were doing six knots, (laughs) which is about ten k's an hour, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, just motoring around the sound for four days. Yeah, I think we talked about this on the podcast, or maybe you and I just chatted about it, but um. You know, creativity comes out of boredom. Yes, can do. Can because sometimes more boredom comes out of boredom for people. <laughs> yeah. I get that, but I love like slowing down. And it, it occurs to me like ha- try having a thought, and people are like, "Oh yeah, I can do that." But you've just you can think of something. So like elephant, car, washing. Yeah, you can create water. something. Yeah, but actually having a thought comes through you us. You can't allow a random thought to come up. Is what you're saying? A random thought. Yeah, if you just want to have one now or now. Yeah, so the, in the slowing down, as we've talked about like a hundred times, you know, that's when the creativity comes through. And if you allow that time and space or boredom is what you said, um, it just certainly happens for me. Because we, we don't really have a chance to stop. You know, the no. modern world is full, yeah. busy. Yeah, if you let it. Mm. I mean, this is a runaway train if you let it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I noticed um, you had your eldest son, yeah, oldest Tyler. of your younger sons, fifteen, just turned fifteen. Yeah, what he came on the trip, experience. yeah, you know, and which was really awesome. And I, I did see it in him, uh, a bit of a struggle to slow down, yeah. you know, because they got TikTok and it's just there's always something. And it, it was a real different experience for him, wasn't it? You know, because you guys have got a fast boat. He's used to doing motorbiking and fast things. So I actually really enjoyed watching him go through that process of having find to find stuff to do and. You know, a couple of times I saw him just chilling out on the front of the boat, and I was like, wow, that's yeah. cool. I bet there's not many times where he just gets to stop. Without his phone, yeah. Without his phone. Yeah, I really sort of um, saw some value in that. Yeah, um, me too. It was a beautiful time. I'm so grateful, like grateful as that we could do that. And, you know, I wasn't the parent. He was one of the lads or one of the men mm. on the boat, and that worked really well. Mm. You, you were great with him as an uncle and – our other friend Callum was great with him as well. I really yeah, appreciate that. Enjoyed that. And we were, you and I talked a lot about trying to drink the scenery in. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't, like, there's a thing about going on holidays. You can't take it with you. Mm. Once you leave it, you're back to reality. And it's, you know, you can hold on to the memories and stuff. But the older I get, the more I'm in that experience of just like trying to drink it and mm. just, yeah, it's snapshot it. Yeah. Beautiful. I found it so stark when you're living on a boat and when you're in a place like the Marlborough Sounds, you've got these beautiful big mountains either side of you, green. It's like a big sort of Lush. like a field, you yeah. know, it's beautiful. And so you're just constantly you're being bombarded with scenery. You, you, I think the thing I love about staying on a boat is you become nature. Yeah. You know, when you're on the boat, you're sailing with the wind, you're living on the water. Yeah. You know, you don't go and you don't go and separate yourself from nature each night. No. You become nature for the time you're on the boat. And so I found it really stark being home yesterday going, oh, like I'm there's walls around me now, Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like 
you know, it's all very manufactured. This manufactured scene around me, whereas my eyes have just been, you know, bombarded with the beautiful green and the blue and the sun, you know, for four days. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Interesting. eh? Well, to us. Yeah. Anyway, I think most people resonate. Yeah. Uh, boat got away on you a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, we had it maxed out, <laughs> eh? Holy moly! Yeah, we found the limit of the of the boat, <laughs> the limit of the rudder at least. Yeah, <laughs> limit of the rudder. But I think we learned something from that, didn't yeah. we? We learned about reefing, and that's what we needed to do. When something came to me when I was this is going to be boring sailing chat for a minute, but something came to me when I got home. I remember in my sailing training that. If the boat's trying to be pulled into wind, there's, it, there's one or the other. If it's getting pulled the other way, you let another one right. under the sail or the Genoa. Yeah, yeah. just just half-sheeting that Genoa would have been the one, yeah. I think, in hindsight. Totally. I wish we'd figured that out because we were steaming. Yeah, we were stonking. Yeah, normally six knots. We had about 8.3 or something. We were. <laughs> Since she gave up. We were living our best life. We were. It was awesome. So that's not why you called. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's so what? going on? So, yeah, yeah I'm sort of... I touched on it on the last episode, just sort of moving my business into a place where I've got a team on board, um, trying to be a bit smarter with my time, delegating a little bit more. Uh, one thing that's coming up for me, I just mentioned it to you, is about structure. Mm. And I'm quite resistant to structure, but I feel less resistance than ever. Because in a business, if you don't have structure, it's quite stressful. You find yourself... Uh, bumbling from one task to the next, white knuckling it, and kind of with your fingers crossed that it'll work out at the end of the day. A lot of hope. A lot of hope. Yeah. And so I, I tend to be more in that boat, and I'll I'll pass it off as just sort of freedom. staying in flow or freedom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But just the breakthrough that I can see for myself is actually going. You know, a little bit of structure and a little bit of discipline and focus to stay on task will. It'll give you more freedom and more peace than anything. Totally. You know, so that's a real breakthrough. It reminds me of that book, um, Jocko Wilnick's book is called Discipline Equals Freedom. Yeah. You know, that's quite a strong sentiment, but it is. It's like if you, another way to say it is like choose your hard, you know, it's hard having structure because it yeah. feels a bit constraining. Yeah. But um, that gives you results that allow money to come in, have your business be predictable, um, which is greater in the long term. Or you can choose the hard of having no structure and having the stress and anxiety of not having regular income and regular clients. Yeah, so it's really like choose right. your hard. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm. That's really good. And structure systems is part of that. You know, that helps as well. But, yeah, how are you feeling about it? So what we were talking about this morning. Yeah, good. I was talking to my coach yesterday and um, she was challenging me on a bunch of stuff. So, you know, for me, I've, I find this hard to articulate, but I'm sort of in my spiritual journey. I'm feeling really at peace, just being present and being in my body and not overthinking anything. Like thinking for me is... Um, mm. You know, I still have a lot of thoughts because I'm a former thinker. I'm a ruminator, you know. Yeah. And like with a business or I'm building a, a house, it's, there's never, there's an endless list of things to worry about. Um, but I'm just finding such, 
I'm coming home to myself, I'm coming home to my body. And the thinking and the ideas and the thoughts and the beliefs and doesn't feel that um, that uh, helpful or, um, yeah, I'm just much more at home in my body. Yeah, well, that's peace. a great place to be. So what, <laughs> yeah. you did, what you're saying is you're fine. <clears throat> excuse me, you're finding it easier and more uh, productive to be slower and more in your body and less. Definitely the, not productive. That word would not even enter right, the top 10. Right. Because it's not, I'm not, it's nothing, it doesn't do anything external. Right. It's more like I come home to myself. I come home to myself where, um, you know, like um, I notice like when I'm catching up with friends, it's, it can be quite heady. Oh, what are you up to? And da da da. And what are you doing? And oh, I'm struggling with this at the moment. I'm a bit worried about that. And I need to do this. And da 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 da. And did you see this on the news? And Omicron. And da da da. It's quite intense and heady and quite um, manic, right? You know, in a way yeah. I notice. Yeah. And all of that doesn't feel that. Um, it doesn't. I'm not trying to. It just doesn't appeal to me to live in that. Um analytical heady world sort of busy analytical yeah hmm. and it's hard for me to explain but yeah it's it, i just am enjoying just being yeah yeah that's great i'm still doing lots of stuff yeah yeah but it's i'm not living up here analyzing and trying to find the right way and what should i be doing and where i'm it. yeah so is it more like trusting yourself and just well, like I'm putting words on it. But well, you're like, trying to make it sound like yeah. I'm doing something. Yeah. I'm not trying to trust myself. You know no. what I mean? I'm just being. Yeah. I think it's just the next iteration of yeah. my journey. You know, it's the next iteration of, yeah, I just feel really at home here is it now. A, is it because you've had a month off? <laughs> I've got a boyfriend, I think. Ah, true. Yeah, you got a, you got all of that, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. That feels, I guess that feels stabilizing, but I, I can't, like when I drop into meditation, I go, ah, oh, I'm happy just to be here. Yeah, you wow. know, There's nowhere else I need to be. There's nowhere else I need to get. I don't need to do anything. I can. I will. I choose yeah, to. Yeah. But this is home. Yeah, wow. This warm sort of quiet space in my body. And so Very I was talking good. to my co- <laughs> coach about that yesterday, and she was like, oh, why do you need to be in your body? What's wrong with the head? Why can't you, you know, as a coach does, they sort of challenge all your thinking. Yeah. And it was really challenging for me. Um, still a little bit challenging, you know. Uh, and, and she was sort of saying like, because I was saying like I struggle to connect with people from this place. I think I'm even struggling to connect with you right now, you know, right. on, from this place of just wanting just to be and be in your energy and, you know, don't really have to talk about too much. Yeah, um, funny you're on a podcast I know I know I don't talk non-stop for 15 minutes it's great but uh, she was like you do you need to connect with people to help them yeah I loved that phrase that was great yeah. and I was like yes and she said what's more important to you connecting with them or helping with them helping great them. question and I was like oh connecting with them I've got this real hunger to connect with someone on a I could say heart to heart level. It's all very trivial and cliched words. Yeah. But on a on a deeper level than what's what going on day to day. Yeah, yeah. On a deeper level. That's yeah. right. I like that. And she sort of pointed out that you don't really need to have that connection in order to impact people. You know, her the way she speaks to the world is just by saying what she believes. Yeah. Talks about her yeah. beliefs, talks about 
what she knows to be true. Yeah, we love her too. She's amazing. Yeah, and put that out to the world. And for me, that's a little bit challenging. She's sort of, because it's it's coming full circle back to business. It's like, I can't just kind of sit in my meditative state and expect the business to progress. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some doing that's required. There's some structure that's required. And she was sort of challenging me, like, you need to actually speak to your clients and, and or speak to the people that want to work with you and communicate yeah. where they're at. Yeah. So is it safer, you know, to like just, like you say, I want to connect and then I'll help. But is it is it a barrier? Is it a, is it a something to keep you safe rather well, than just being out there, just doing it, just helping, maybe. just, you know, smashing I it think out. it's actually, it's unrelated to business. It's actually, I just have a deep yearning to meet people at this level and that's kind of slipping into my business. Yeah. And she's kind of saying, not helpful, not needed in the business, yeah. totally get it. Find those people. Yeah. You don't need it. Over in your business, nice to connect. You will connect with people. Yeah. But, you know, she has this amazing model where she doesn't even have a call with clients before they sign up. She does it all yeah. through Facebook message. Yeah. So she was like, people, to, I'm completely disconnected from these people before we start working together. Yeah. And it's really not just, that's not saying she doesn't care because she's a hugely caring and she loves For what sure. she does. She's amazing. But it's just saying what works and mm. what's required. Yeah. Yeah which is the inquiry you're in. Exactly, yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, I've got I've got a real strong attachment to being authentic, you know, and like only speaking <laughs> my truth. And it's a bit, I haven't quite got it right. I have a strong belief there, but it's not necessarily helpful. Yeah. You know, it was probably helpful when I was coming out as gay and, you know, learning to speak my truth. Those were all very helpful. Yeah. But now it's about... Um, she wants me to sort of simplify my message and make it a bit more digestible so yeah. it lands with people that are at the start of the journey. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. I just want to speak my truth now about where I'm at now. Yeah. She's like, well, that won't work. It's well, that's helpful. how you help the most people. Exactly. When you and we talked about this yesterday or Sunday, um, like how how do you connect with the most people in the shortest amount of time? Because, the you know, a lot of people need help in some shape or form, or they're looking for help, or they're wanting something different, or they're wanting to transform, or they've got goals they want to achieve, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, how do you connect with those people? This is what she's saying, whereas you're looking at a much deeper connection. That's right, which yeah. is probably not necessary. Yeah. At the start, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Really interesting. Jason and Nathan. And, you know, I were just talking about how, you know, I was saying, oh, I find it hard to even connect with friends from this place, you know. And she's like, well, why do you have to, you know. She's like, I have friends from all across the spectrum. She's a very spiritual person as well, but she's like, I don't need my friends to be like that. If I want to go out drinking and, you know, get wasted and have a night partying, I'm not going to phone my spiritual friends. No. I'm going to phone the wildest girls in my friend group so we can go out. And I was like, huh, that again, that really challenged me because I don't, you know, I haven't been drinking this month. I've got to, I'm not going to drink for the year. Might not drink ever again. And I, it's been not challenging at all. I, I love it. Yeah. I love not drinking. And again, it all sort of feeds into this dropping into this more rich, fulfilling place inside of me that I'm loving. Um, and, you know, I don't think someone like Eckhart Tolle needs to go out and get pissed and go dancing. Yeah. He's boring. Yeah. Like you said, 
I find him boring. He may not find himself boring. He definitely he finds life incredibly rich and fascinating and has such a deep experience of life. He's amazing. Yeah. Totally agree with that. But I can't see him partying. No. But... Does he need to? That's right. Yeah. And do any of the spirit... Did, did, was Gandhi going out um, partying? Was the Buddha going out partying? Well, they didn't have Facebook, so we didn't know. <laughs> Oh, don't forget to invite Gandhi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Invite. I'll just message him. <laughs> oh, he said not going. Yeah. Must be busy or something. <laughs> Revolutions. Happening. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I, you know, mm. the great spiritual masters aren't encouraging people to go out and get wasted and party and, you know, talk lots. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I, 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 not saying I'm a great spiritual master, but I, I've this that's the place I'm finding myself in that real peaceful place within myself. Yeah, it's a good it's a it's good to look at this because I don't personally just my belief and just my experience is we can be more than one thing. Mm. And uh I personally don't like having all a whole lot of people that are all the same. It's like an echo chamber and there's something really safe about that as well. Yeah, that doesn't feel right to me. Like having a like a a whole heap of different friends for different reasons, and you got family, and then you've got connections, you got work, and you know it's um, like a tapestry. It feels good, as opposed to maybe something narrower. And I always think about that with hippies. You know, they're actually running off and just being with themselves. A lot of them tend to. I'm generalising there. Sorry, hippies. Sorry mm. about that. But yeah, all those hippies that are listening. You yeah. just isolated our just isolated hippie. a quarter of our community. No, <laughs> but yeah, because that's kind of what you're alluding to here is like, but it's not like as in a right or wrong. It's more mm. about your experience and how how you're experiencing this from your being. Yeah, and I guess I'm struggling to meet people here. You know, um, relationships I've had for a long time feel hard right you know because i don't resonate with what they're feeling or you know what they're saying or i don't agree necessarily with what they're saying um or it doesn't align with how i feel but i also don't feel compelled to argue or no <laughs> explain a judgment or, there and then no not no a judgment. judgment no no just uh, not an alignment right you know so not wrong da 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 da, da just like mm. doesn't um, resonate it doesn't resonate, but nor do I feel compelled to convince you or, you know, yeah. like it's just like, oh, we're, we're like this, you know, we're not meeting each other. You're having a different experience of life than me. And I think um, there's not a, a right or wrong there. It's more a sadness. You know, there's a sadness that um, you can't connect with everyone. Yeah. Or the people that I've traditionally connected with. Yeah, you know, there's a and the ego in me pulls me back to the old me that 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 could meet them there that did have the same complaints and worries oh, and thoughts yeah, and so I'll I'll sort of because the ego wants the, to be liked and wants to, wants make to be liked and wants to which comes back included. to the Eckhart Tolle Tolle part like I don't think he well he doesn't uh, care uh, but probably probably yeah. that's right yeah about trying to fit in or be liked or you know he'll, he'll just be oh. hmm. 
I notice. You know? Yeah, I know. It'd just be present and there. So that's the part that's a struggle for me is the, the pull to want to be liked and the pull to want to have that old connection that Comradery we had, and, but actually yeah. knowing that I've dropped into something much richer that maybe we're not going to meet each other at just right now. Wow. Yeah, how do you think? Do Because this will show up for anyone listening in this podcast too. They'll be able to resonate with that in a way that um, it can feel like we – how grow sounds quite judgmental as well. But it's how grow. Outgrow, yeah. Or like – I guess it's just shift would be a better way. I think it is outgrow. I mean, you could say that's a judgment, but the reality is it is growth. You know, you're not shrinking. Yeah, you're not, true. You're, you're, you're growing. You're, you're getting a deeper sense of life. You're reflecting on yourself, and some people aren't ready for that journey or may never be ready for that journey. They want to stay where they're at. Yeah. Now, that's a choice that they're making. There's no right or wrong path. In this lifetime, that might not be their journey. You will naturally if you go, oh gosh, I see this in clients over the last year, few years, you know, where it's like one of them goes on the journey with me and the, the partner doesn't, the partner yeah. doesn't get it, the partner's not motivated to and it's like it's challenging because you're going to shift real quick in a transformational journey. Yeah. You're going to really become someone different um, and so if the partner isn't on board or, you know, that those relationships naturally fall away. Um and that, that's not a bad thing either, you know, maybe they, well, almost certainly they were meant to. Yeah. Yeah, we're either growing or dying. That's right, like a tree. But it's a, yeah, it a that sounds quite extreme, you know. I don't think there's ways. people that are dying by not growing. You know, I don't well, think just have a little think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. It sounds a little bit extreme, but I think definitely stagnant. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, we're all dying, aren't we, just ever so slowly. Yeah, we're all dying. You had a bit of an insight. Um, we had a quick conversation on the boat below deck. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bravo TV's Below Deck streaming now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that insight? Uh, that was the one about people wanting to connect and mm. just throwing my hands around, knocking the mic. Gesticulating. Yeah, it's the one where. Um, I've been fascinated for years now about how a conversation can bounce around in a group. Oh, yeah. yeah people pick it up. Like, um, Explain what you mean. Give us an example. Uh, like I went to Bali. I didn't go to Bali, but someone yeah. would be like, yeah, we just came back from Bali. And the next person, before the first person can finish the conversation, the next one's like, oh, we were in Bali in 93. It was amazing. And we did all yeah, these which things. which part did you go to? Which part? And then you'll mention a bay. And then someone else will be like, oh, we did that. And then someone will come in completely different. And we were like, in the Sundays, you know, or we're in Samoa. Yeah. And that conversation just rolls around. Because you and I were talking about connection, a, a bit about what we're talking about now and how we're kind of uh, – primarily driven to connect it's part of our um deepest uh can't think of the word but it's part of what we love to do is to actually connect with other people but it can be quite disconnecting as we're trying to connect because someone who's also been to bali wants to connect with you and relate to you about that experience but they actually take the ball off you they're actually now they're talking do you think they want to connect or do they just go oh that's reminded me of something boom do you think their intention is to connect? Well, that was the insight talking? I had. 
that was the insight I had. I've always, I've actually watched it and experienced it as people <laughs> wanting to just talk. They want the ball. Give me the ball. I want the ball. I want to talk now. And then yeah. someone takes the ball off them and talks. Yeah. But I think, and this is just what I was having below deck in that moment, was like maybe it does come from a deeper um, desire to connect and relate, to have that relation like, I know what you're feeling because I've been there too or I've done it too. Yeah. But the result can be disconnecting. The result can be disconnecting, yeah. Yeah, because you want to go home after that barbecue and go, oh, that was a fun night. You know, we talked about barley and yeah, or everyone I, was on the same page. Yeah. We all related. We all resonated with each other. Yeah, I'm not, I can't really put my finger on it, but do play the game out there if you're um, sitting in a group. And watch the ball, yeah. you know, get taken around where people will take the ball off someone who's talking. And then, yeah, it is a fun game to play if you're a... Um, you, you also um, had a uh, hatch on top of your bar, uh, bedroom. <laughs> and owing to your uh, ever-advancing years and age, you have to urinate frequently throughout the night. Or at least once. <laughs> But we'll go so frequently. So you could go directly out the hatch yeah. onto the deck and then bless. piss. Well, I didn't have to make any noise and wake anyone else up. I was like, <laughs> open the hatch. But you had an insight. You said. Oh, shit. Yeah. I can't remember that one. I remember it because it relates to this. You were like, um, you, you'll get it when I say it in your own words, but like having someone be heard and seen is the most valuable thing. You can give them. Oh, yeah. After that pee in the middle of the night, <laughs> yeah. I laid back down. Yeah. And it must have been from a conversation we were having earlier in the night, obviously. Yeah, because I think it was exactly like you were talking about. We had a conversation where we were bouncing around and no one was really feeling seen, I think. Yeah, that's right. Being seen and heard by another person, like actually truly seen, like you have the experience of someone understanding you. Hmm. Just have a think and, like, how often does that happen? Like, I remember the first time it happened for me, and it was about uh, four years ago. Uh, a woman I was dating, she explained me to her, to me. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. Like, someone actually understands me or can see me for the first mm. time. Mm. Um, but having that experience, when when you have that experience, that's can't be underestimated about how powerful that is. And then I would I put on the end of it, especially if that person's your parent. And I think it was part of having Tyler there on the on the boat as well mm. and reminding myself to reflect back to him how I see him. Who he is. And who he is. I think it's really extremely <sighs> powerful. Wow. When And I since I've had it, and I don't do it often, but when it comes into my mind, I try and reflect that back to people mm. and let them know that I can see them. Mm. Because if we get the freaking light off ourselves for just two seconds, in any interaction, if we're willing, we can see who that person is and what they're mm-hmm. trying to achieve. And it's very, very mm. powerful. Wow. Wow. Amazing to do that with your kids, yeah. Yeah. Because I know the experience you're talking about, and I imagine for kids, because when we, we I mean, it's you do it a lot as a coach. Yeah. But we... um that feeling of like it's hard to explain isn't it when somebody says back to you who you are yeah you're like it's weird almost well to for start some it's uncomfortable like, first yeah, off that is who i am yeah 
Yeah, but it's really powerful. We do a thing in um, my group coaching program where we, uh, at the end of the call, we acknowledge each other. We go around. And one thing I try to be really clear about, and it's really hard to do, is that you're not trying to flatter the person or compliment them. Yeah. You're not trying to make them feel good. And that's really hard because we're all recovering nice guys. Yeah. That it's actually acknowledging them. Acknowledge To acknowledge something, um, oh, I acknowledge that, means um, to say, speak the truth of something. Yeah. To speak what what is about that thing or that person. Yeah. Just the truth. And so we all want to flower it up a little bit and make it land so it's a real compliment but I try to encourage them to let that go and just trust that by sharing exactly what you see in that person, that's going to be, as you said, a gift to them. Absolutely. The greatest gift you can give. I think so. That's powerful. Mm. Mm. And it's like what you're saying there is um, we, we can give compliments, but do we say why? Like what is it that we see? Or, yeah. yeah. It's like I remember my well, he was 10 then a year ago. I said, I'm so proud of you. And he said, why? And straight away I was like, oh, shit. Oh, actually, yeah. Like I had that moment. I knew, and I, but it took me two seconds because he took me off guard. He, he, was, mm-hmm. he actually wanted to know why, and that's really, really powerful. If you're that, that bit that catches you off guard in that moment, that's the part where you, your ego, whatever, wants to compliment yeah. and flatter. Yeah. But what you did is if you take that few seconds, and that's part of what we do is put your hand on your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Breathe the person in. Right. And then acknowledge what you feel. Because when you're in that flustered, like, yeah. you want to just compliment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you want to keep moving. You want to, like, get <laughs> caught out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can be comfortable. Yeah. But they do try this at home. The one, another thing I find if you, and do this with everyone, do this with your parents, with yeah. your kids, with your family, with your friends, with your employees. Yeah. You'll freak them out. Oh, God. Freak them out. Amazing. <laughs> but. One thing that I try to also practice if it's hard for you is think about that what that person does. Like if I think about you, right, I know you're raising three boys. I know you're on your own basically. And you've got this amazing company that's growing, yeah, right? Yeah. It's pushing you into some challenging areas at the moment. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Um, you're focusing on healing the world and finding the best vehicle to do that to impact the most people right I'm uncomfortable and you're practicing and you're in masculine feminine energy and working on how can I coach people around that and you've found some opportunity there absolutely right and then with all of that you're trying to still be in the moment and go boating and have good holidays and da 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 and do that and then on top of that you're dating someone new and practicing some new ways of being right there's a lot going on so if I feel into that and I go who would someone have to be to hold all of those things and not even look like they're struggling? They would have to be incredibly strong. They would have to be, have such a deep sense of self, of like a knowing of who they are in order to like hold that, all that space without even, not even, what's that word not fluttering but without even budging you know and you can stop now I'm quite uncomfortable (laughs) okay (laughs) but do you see what I mean it's like you're welcome if you you know in order to acknowledge that person think about what they do and all the stuff they do and what they've created because you forget all the stuff we don't 
we don't think about what we've created all day. No, ourselves. that's right. Yeah. And then think what type of person, what would someone have to be to create that? Yeah. It's a great example of, you know, like that was quite uncomfortable for you to acknowledge all that, but it felt amazing. Yeah. And my brain was going crazy with like, you know, okay, that's enough. Um, we don't want to talk about this. Um, do you remember we're on a bloody podcast? What are you doing? <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to you later. But yeah, no, you're right. You can feel it too um, when you're acknowledging someone. It can be uncomfortable on both sides. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think trying it at home and um, yeah, so good. So good. Powerful. Mm. Well, that's us, guys. I just want to finish on because we've got to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say because this, this phrase keeps coming into my head and I noticed it with Tyler on the trip. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah. don't, we've got to wrap it up. But, no, that's all right. Um, what we say to our children becomes the voice inside their head. Yeah. And this is what we've, that's, I want to finish on that based on what we're talking about. Because when we acknowledge them, we tell them why we're proud and we encourage them. And it's not everyone gets a prize and everyone gets a trophy. It's not that shit. That's flattery and compliments. Yes. Wrong. It's not that. It's, um, and <clears throat> Dr. Carol Dweck in the Mindset book, she says, always praise the effort. You know, like I love that you, how hard you try. I love your persistence. You know, I love your endurance. All those, you know, praise the effort. You saw that with Tyler learning to wakeboard, getting up on the wakeboard yes, for the first time. Yes, Because that took trying and trying yeah. and trying and trying and trying. Yeah, three or four And sessions. the smile on his face was a result of the not giving up, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that was his persistence. And, the, and we only get that persistence in something we truly want to do. You know, so... Far out, it should be celebrated. Thanks for listening, peoples. We will see you on the next episode. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 